0: I don't know if a dog is really going to cure what's wrong with me.
1: There's nothing wrong with a lookie.
0: I'm going to take this penthouse home, that's a free penthouse.
1: I, I was erratic today. I was a rat tick. Yeah, let's get this show in the road. Hey, hi, welcome to The Resentment List with your host Naomi and Ben. We're siblings with hang-ups oh. and lots of them. Uh, we got another apology to make. We skipped a week, although we didn't really commit to doing it. No, we, we, when we first started, when we came back to the podcast, we said we were going to just do it when we felt like it because we were getting too resentful with each other and it fucked our relationship. We had a toxic relationship. And then we started doing it every two weeks and we said that it was going to be a fortnight thing. So it was kind of like...
0: And we stuck to that for about a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had a situation. How much do you want to divulge? This is a podcast about depression so, do you want to divulge what happened to you?
0: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Look, a lot, a lot of things happened to me. Um,
1: there's some shit going down.
0: There was a couple of there's a couple of emergency situations, all of them involving a mental illness, um, which is our favourite topic. Um,
1: which we haven't actually spoken that much about. No, not, not this year. We were, we've been pretty good.
0: We kind of just, well, maybe that's the problem is we've just been ignoring it. It's just yeah. kind of bubbling around in the background. But at least this time we didn't stop because of anything between us. We've been on the same side yeah, of this we, issue. Yeah, we've
1: actually, like, our relationship's better than ever, would you say?
0: Yeah, our relationship's going leaps and bounds. Um, can't say the same about the rest of my life, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crumbling all around me. And you know what I realise is um, life just gets worse. <laughs> I mean there's not really anything I need to add to that sentence it just every day just gets a little bit worse and every time you think it's going to get better it just gets worse okay in a can I just way. preface
1: this Ben's I'm going to be the ray of sunshine and the rationale here okay
0: Ben's <laughs> which doesn't make many people hopeful yeah <laughs> so you.
1: Ben's in active depression right now he had to skip a week because we can't go into it but There's some really bad stuff happening. Um, And he had to miss a week. He couldn't come over last week because some things had happened and he felt depressed. And he's here now. um,
0: Against his will.
1: Yeah, he came here to chat to me and we didn't actually know we were going to do the podcast. So he's not in a great way. I just want to say that a few weeks ago before all this stuff happened, you were really happy with your life you weren't saying things got worse things were getting better i mean i was never
0: happy with no, my life no you were you were
1: you were very happy and you like you've been really happy you when to- was i ha- i don't remember you being told happy. me oh remember when we first started the podcast oh you know now i'm in a relationship everything's just better and my mental health is cured and you were just <laughs> like you were like a ray of sunshine
0: you always you always, you always act like when i'm saying something it's like I don't know. I don't know how look, to say that. Um I I mean, I don't think there've ever been a ray of sunshine. I mean the the job situation has been I mean, pretty hectic this whole year. Yeah. I'm now unemployed again for yeah. the seventh time this year. Yeah. So um can't hold down a job. Don't even really want to. Um and so that's been difficult. Um uh but yeah, there are some things that have been better. Our relationship's going better. Um the house is great, the relationship with with rituals going great. Um, Let's just hope that some of the other things sort themselves out Or I'll um, be in a ditch before too long (laughs) (laughs) But how are you?
1: How am I today? I am... Yeah, I'm okay I'm okay Uh, I... Tristan and I are making plans to move out of our apartment So I'm feeling a bit like...
0: Bittersweet
1: Well, yeah, but it's like You almost don't even have time to think about that stuff Because you have to like just moving it's yeah. like the worst
0: well you have a go-go corporate lifestyle now don't you <laughs> <I think, so.
1: laughs> yeah um but yeah so I got a house I found a house yeah um, congratulations it was the first application that I put in I got it straight away yeah. I rocked up um two bedroom in Mount Lawley uh, and there's like a meme that goes around two bedroom in Mount Lawley, and there's just this like huge crowd of people. Like you know the Jap- Japanese the trains in Japan, oh, there's yeah. a huge. That's what they did, like a meme with that. And it was like two bedroom in Mount Lawley, and like every Sun Dog and Harry are there. Yeah, it was like it's that. So true. I, mo- I got an Uber there, and it was just I thought there was a festival going on. I was like, oh, this is a great pop up. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> yeah. just a rent inspection. So how
0: but how many people do you... Appro- approximately? There, there was
1: probably like I'm very bad with numbers, but there was like know 30 people 40
0: people okay because I went to one and this was before even the the market got so competitive I went to one that was Oh, me and Richard went to one I think it was like $200 for like two bedrooms in like North Perth yeah and there was like 300 people there it was like crazy yeah
1: was it a that's very cheap was it a piece of shit
0: oh it was awful but so (laughs) I
1: saw Oh, and I've got ai mean, I was reminded again about the gripe about rental agents. I mean, we've spoken about this at length. Yeah, not a big rental. Fan. So, I saw... How many... Oh, I think I saw two... I saw two... No, maybe only two. I only saw two apartments before this one. Um, and they were both bad. One was in the city and I didn't realise it was furnished. And it was stunk. <laughs> she said to me... She said, I'm waiting out the front and I'm looking for this like professional woman. And there's this woman, and she just has like, not, no offense with piercings and stuff, but I just didn't. When you think of a rental agent, you just don't think of like this punk person. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That almost looked like she had been sleeping on the street. like it Yeah, was like, well,
0: presentation is kind it of the thing. It was right? crazy. And
1: so, like, I walked straight past her. She said, I'm in a brown jacket. And I was looking for someone in a brown jacket, and it was like this kid that looked like she had just woken up. And yeah. like she, s- I swear to God, she smoked, smelt like weed. And she was like, "Just up here," and I was oh like, "What the fuck?" Like Get up conference. there. She goes, "Oh, so there was a flood in this, <laughs> this." I'm not even joking. There was a flood in this building yeah. um, a few weeks ago, so the furniture's been moved around a bit. I said, "Okay, so what was damaged?" Like there was a flood, like, and she goes, "Yeah, it just set through, um, set through the walls and um, damaged all the electrical." Uh, and I said, but does everything work? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it just needed to dry. And I was like, what? <laughs> I go in there <laughs> and I I thought that I had, like, because a lot of the apartments, if you're looking for an apartment in the city, a lot of the apartments are furnished. And I and I, how, I, I like I was like, okay, I need to look at uh, non-furnished apartments. Like, I need yeah. to, like, check. And I had obviously just misread what it was. And I was like, there was all this disgusting furniture in there. Um. And I was like, it was just so pokey. And she goes, oh, I, she says, oh, there's one next door. Do you want to have a look? So, I was like, okay, I'll look in this. So, it was just cigarettes, like cigarette, like just smelt like cigarette. And I was like, okay, not going to go. So, left that. Also went to one in Mount Lawley, um, just a one bedroom. I think it was like 300, Check. maybe 350. And um, I went in there and it was like, honestly, I walked in there, this... <laughs> So I go up the steps, I'm waiting outside this apartment, kind of like similar to your old apartment or my old apartment. I hear someone walking up the steps like... (gasps) (gasps) (sighs) (coughs) This woman looks like she's like just stopped drinking some vodka and Red Bulls like at Metro City like um blonde she has like live laugh life what live laugh laugh <laughs> yeah, on it yeah. like you know the cursive i saw the cursive on an arm i said i'm in trouble i'm <laughs> bloody in trouble um and i said oh are you the rental person <laughs> she goes grunts <laughs> wow. yes i'm the real estate what's happened to this i'm industry? the property ma- what's happened it's always been No, like but they this.
0: used to try <laughs> no <she's
1: not laughs> trying she goes i'm the property manager yes and i said oh i'm just here to see the apartment she goes It doesn't – the viewing isn't till 9.15 and we'll let everyone in then. No one's to be seen. I said, okay. She goes in, closes the door and I'm like, I'm already going, this is not good. Yeah. She opens – swings open the door. All right, come in. I go in. This place honestly looks like someone's like a crack. Like I would say part-time crack user, part-time like – I don't know. May do a labouring job, but probably on the dole. Like, yeah, yeah. So bad. Um, like it was just. She goes. I. She, I said. Oh, it says it's partly furnished. I knew I didn't want it. I just. I just I've got a video. Actually, I can show Why you. Why do you ask the question if you? What's because I cl- wanted to get. I wanted to get out of there. So I said it said it's partly furnished. She said oh, oh yeah I don't know and I she said, I don't know what they're keeping the the person hasn't moved out yet and I was like what. There was a tiny table two person table against the wall one chair um like there was a mattress like just in the middle of the room like in the thing it was just awful and i was like is this what my money is this what i can afford like what a sad existence i was like i feel like it just had that crack energy and i was like oh my god so i left that Anyway, I saw this other house, two bedroom in Mount Lawley um, and I was like, went and saw it and yeah, that was when I thought that there was a pop-up event, um, food market or something. Um, went in there and everyone, like, they just let everyone in there so you couldn't see everything. You're, everyone was in this house taking photos. One guy was in the bathroom taking photos for half an hour um, and I was just trying to look in. I don't know if my furniture's going to fit. Anyway, I decided I'm going to put my copywriting skills so that yeah. night, you got to be quick. You got to be quick. Oh, you got to be quick. So Stop that night, done. I thought, fuck it. I was not in the mood. I was actually depressed that week too. Actually, yeah, I have been depressed. I got yeah. I got triggered by something and I was depressed. Things are going well. Childhood folks. stuff. Um, I had a conversation, and anyway, that's another story. But I was like, fuck it. I didn't. I was depressed. I didn't want to do it, but I was like, I've got to do it tonight. So do you know what I wrote? What? Said, I'm a 35 year old professional woman. No kids, no dogs, no car. I said I don't drink, I don't smoke, I just read my book and go to the movies. Yeah, well it does. Oh, work. I said I'm a wholesome. I said I'm a wholesome professional woman. And when I and I went no car, no kids, well, no pets.
0: Yeah, well I think wholesome might be a bridge too far, but no, I'm um, wholesome as fuck. But I think that... But that's the thing is like everyone, you know, that has depression, like it's very sad and, and self pity and all blah. that. But um, there are some advantages. And the advantage is when you're applying for an apartment, it really goes well when your application just says, I'm a non-person. <laughs> they just go, <laughs> no, but great. but you know what?
1: Do you know what I want to say is to anyone else, that would be sad. You know, when form, forms really make you take stock of your life. Like they make you take stock of your life. And... You would think that reading that, it would depress me, you know, because society tells us that we should be married and have kids and, um, you know, own a house, and that's the level of success. But i got to say, writing that thing made me fucking happy.
0: So, why is that?
1: Because I've just lived like, like, and I know I'm tooting my own horn, and it might sound a little bit arrogant, but... I just realised I like, I've lived my life, I made a decision, I reckon around the time that I decided to go to uni, when I came back from London, I made the decision, like, I wanna live life by my own terms. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do what everyone else wants me to do. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, I just did what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and what felt right to me. And to me, that's a level of success, like, I'm a professional woman. I'm living by myself. I'm happy to live by myself. I've got the career that I've always wanted. And I don't... I'm not tied down. Like, I'm... I, I just felt free. I felt free. I don't have anything that is going to negate a decision in my life. And I just felt like... I don't know. I just felt empowered. And I also felt empowered that most people would think that, that they would kill themselves over that. And mm. I was like, I love it. Yeah. So, that was nice. And then I got an email the next day saying... that um, like I told my my operations manager at work and she's like, oh, they just called me the next day in the mm-hmm. morning, um, my references, and I was like, oh, I might have a, a winning thing and the next day I got accepted. Wow,
0: wow, that was quick. So
1: I thought I could only afford a one-bedroom. This place is a little bit more out, it's not near the city. So um, so I got a two-bedroom and I'm moving in soon. So That's
0: great. But yeah. you said, um, I want to talk to you, you said uh, the previous tenant um, was also someone with the same kind of profile oh yes
1: so i spoke to the tenants. i was scared about security i spoke to the property manager and she said i noticed that a woman had lived there by herself mm. and um the secu- and the property manager said oh yeah she's lived there for years she's just moving in with her boyfriend um, and she said she but she said she was really sad to leave um because she'd had no problems there and um so they've never had a problem with like a break-in or anything and they've got there's actual shutters like Mm -hmm. to go down so like if I'm scared I can just put the shutters down um but I like the idea that like
0: um this is in like a long line of passing the baton of the the single professional woman it's like the the sisterhood of the traveling house like it's like (laughs) it's like a um but I like I like that you felt that connection to the past as well like I imagine this imagery of you just once you move in like before you moved in any furniture that you just like Touch the walls and just like listen to the stories it has to <laughs> yeah. tell you about well, there it, was woman. All these and...
1: shoes, like I think it was like a gal, like a Sex and City gal love it, love that it. lived there, because there was Bushnell. all these like, <laughs> yeah, Sex and City, like, like there was all these like stiletto, pink stilettos, and yeah, like Lena Dunham. Yeah, and uh, so I just felt yeah, I felt good, and so I said yes, yeah, sign the lease. Don't know if my king size bed may have to give it to you, but I was also very um, appreciative of you, Ben. As Ben, I said to Ben, oh. Ben and Richard were so cute. They were looking for houses for me, which was really cute. They've been really caring for me. And then I told I told him, Ben, that i would got a house and he said, I said, oh, I'm a bit worried about security. And he said, oh, I'll come over and have a look of what we can yeah. do to fix the security. Don't know what he's going to do. He's got no handyman. <laughs> no no
0: handyman, no security background, but we'll have a look at it. Me and Richard will put it on a couple of uh, bars and stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, um. Look, I haven't got a lot of credits to my name, so I am happy to that I'm picking up the, the Good Brother title lately. That's a little, good little fence. Because <laughs> you out. don't have anything else. Yeah, it's, it's nothing else. Um, but I want to say, like I've heard on the grapevine that you've um, you've had a birthday recently. Oh, So yeah. how was that?
1: How was it? Um, it was nice. Yeah. It was. I took the day off work, which was nice. Um and I went out to breakfast with Tristan and then um I
0: yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and
1: then I um saw a friend and then I went out to dinner with you and Ritual and stuff. Yeah to, to mother my favorite one of my favorite restaurants. Yeah
0: it's a good restaurant. Um, so do you so how do you feel being middle 30 somewhere there?
1: I mean, time's creeping up. Yeah. Like, it definitely... I don't know. I feel really young. Like, I feel really young. I'm probably the healthiest that I've ever been. Yeah, you're looking um, great. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> there's no change in me at all. <laughs> like, just there's no change in me. That's just
0: something people say. Yeah, now. I know. Like, like, I'm like, there's it?
1: no change in me at you're all. You're
0: looking great. Um, but I mean, you're not... But I think you I'm not
1: I'm not overweight. <laughs> you,
0: no, the thing is, what you've done is, um, there's some people that just put the stop put the pause button on the aging process and i think you've done that for a couple of years now we've just gone like let's wait another year to age like you haven't what do you like mean? you haven't really aged for a couple oh, of years thanks. yeah it's a bit weird but yeah, um well,
1: someone said i met a guy on the street the other day and he said um his dad got it was him and his dad um i didn't meet like it wasn't randomly meet like my friend at work we went and got a coffee and um he knew this guy and they'd stopped and the guy goes, oh, I said, oh, this is my birthday coffee because my friend from work was getting me a birthday coffee. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, how old are you turning? And, and his son goes, oh, you'd be 30, hey? And I said, <laughs> well, actually, 35. <laughs> and wow. I said, oh, no. And so wow. I took, I took that straight to the grave.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, but I want to, it, it brought your birthday, you know, it always makes me think a little bit. Um, oh,
1: by the way, I can't, my, May's out. We can't do May. What do you mean? Because so Ben's got me a pres. Ben said Ben's present is oh. organizing something. I'm just thinking we should. Yeah, do I forgot it in all June. about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should do it in June. Yeah, we
0: can do it in it's June. Too much stress. And we'll, we'll discuss it on the podcast when it happens. Yes.
1: Too much turmoil. We
0: haven't. I haven't revealed what the present is yet. So I'm really excited. I love the concept of a present that I love. Um, see, I love. So this is a thing. It's kind of like a. It's an experience, right? So I love a present where you get the present and it turns out you haven't received the present yet because it's an experience. Yeah. You and actually get yeah. the present later. Get, yeah. So it's like a double present. Yeah.
1: But how did you... Did you like the birthday dinner we had?
0: Oh, it was great. That's the time of my life. Did you really? Um, yeah, it was great. It was, the food was Can great. Can I just say something about Rachel? What?
1: Me and mum on the way home, Rachel looked a million bucks that night. The hottest I've ever seen her. She came in... Like, in this dress, this figure hugging dress, beautiful dress. That's dodgy. Can you keep that out, too? <laughs> um, Delete she... the whole podcast. <laughs> no. No. Um, look, she just looked amazing. Like, she yeah. just looked ba-ba-boom. Like, yeah. she just her, – her hair, her makeup.
0: Well, her hair has a lot of volume lately, I've been saying to her. I don't know where she's getting this volume because she comes out and her hair's just like – it's like a Pantene commercial. But she
1: looked amazing. Yeah. She always looks great, but she looked – I was – I was embarrassed by my state be seen with it. No, like, I looked like a piece of... She must think I'm just a piece of bum. Because I, like, never, <laughs> I never, like, I never make any effort. <laughs> oh,
0: no, she really loves it. She was asking, like, two days ago. She was like, when are we going to see Omi? I miss her. Oh, yeah, so she we loves
1: really love it. each other. Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what... Your birthday made me think, um, what age have you felt the most you? You know, like, you get to a certain age and you just feel like... I can be my, I can live my truth in this now. age. Now, thirties. Okay.
1: As soon as I turned thirty. Yeah. Like just wait until you turn, turn thirty. It's like everything got better for me when I turned thirty. Like everything.
0: Yeah, I felt the same. Um, I know this seems like a bit weird, but I felt the same when I turned twenty-five. Oh yeah. Just when that early twenties ended, and I said this to a friend of mine who's in her early twenties, and she like she like understood it. She was like, I was like. The early 20s, there's like this weird pressure. Like you feel like you have to be a certain way. And when you're 25, you're just defeated. You're down your luck. And you just don't feel the pressure anymore. You just feel like you've feel like um, you had a second chance at life. And that's just how I feel now. You know, okay. all the time. Not that I'm 25 anymore, but I still feel the same way.
1: You're turning 30 next year. Yeah,
0: well, we don't have to go into that. Why? Um, anyway, what else did we want to talk about?
1: Have you got resentments or you've, but you've just been in turmoil before?
0: Oh, I've been in Timor big time. Um, I did want to say, um, I wanted to give a recommendation, Ben.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I, w- I watched this documentary. Have you heard it called The Inventor? No. It's about... Do you know about Theranos? No. So, is this company, this lady introduced... What are you looking for? It's just I'm just looking me.
1: for my phone. It's
0: gone. <clears throat> oh. um, so, this lady invented this company where you can just have a tiny prick of your finger and that tiny bit of blood can like diagnose what's, what's ever wrong with you. Stop. Um, but so she, so she was like the youngest billionaire ever or something and was like, ended up being worth like $6 billion and they found out it was all fake. Like she. Oh,
1: that woman. Yeah. That that blonde woman. Yeah. 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 So the product
0: never worked. And this is, it's such a good documentary. And I realized. What is it
1: called? Inventor?
0: The Inventor. And I just, I just behoove everyone to go out and watch it. Is it on Netflix? It's on binge. Um, but I lo- I realised that um,
1: – I actually watched a good documentary that I'll do a Naomi recommendation. For
0: okay. You. But I just realised that um, for me, see, I mm-hmm. thought I was like a true crime guy and I am to a certain extent. But really I just love I, – I think I'm just like you. I think I'm just – deep down I'm just like a voyeur. Like I just love – I love a cover-up. I love a conspiracy. I just love getting real down and dirty with it. Oh. and
1: down and dirty. Yeah. Like, down and dirty. Like, I just, sorry. I've, I've, no, go ahead. No, I'm just getting overexcited. I'm like you. I'm a documentary fan. I'm, I, re- I watched a um, documentary called Collective. Oh. Um, have you heard about that? It won all these awards. Is that?
0: No, I don't. Sorry.
1: Oh, it's so good. So, it's about, um, in Romania, it's about the corruption in the healthcare system. Oh, wow. And so, what happened was there was this fire in this nightclub. And all these people got burnt because there was no emergency exit. Oh, yeah. So, you think that's what it's about, but it's not. So, the burn victims go to this hospital because the Romanian hospitals are like, yeah, we have enough resources to to treat all these 40 people that are, like, dying of burns. Yeah. Turns out they couldn't. This journalist looks into stuff and finds out that the... I don't know how, but he finds out that... um, the disinfectant in the hospitals is being diluted. So the the no, sorry, go back one step. The burn victims died of a bacteria, mm. not of burns of bacteria. Oh, okay. So they find out that the, there's bacteria in the hospitals because disinfectant is getting watered down. Mm. And then they uncover that there's all this corruption oh, in the hospitals, shit, that's and good it's man. like being run by like mafia people, and that like. Basically, these all these people are dying. They've had a video of maggots in uh, oh, a live person's burns. Oh, my because God. they just put sheets over their heads. Yeah. And were not taking care of them. Yeah. So.
0: But, I mean, I, I just want to ask you, like, because I, I still don't understand, like, we have this obsession as a culture with true crime and then I have with this voyeurism, like, you know, like, um, people that are, I don't know what anything kind of dark like that. Mm. It's like this weird, morbid fascination, but I don't know. Like, is it, is it good or is it bad? Because I just feel, I feel so high as a kite when I'm watching it that I feel like it must be bad. Like I'm so like, yeah, she fucking conned all of them. Well, it is getting bad. Like,
1: because have you noticed in the true crime, I think we've spoken about this. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast, but on true crime, like they're starting to show like the literal dead bodies and like severed things. Like, They'll go into like the actual police files and get videos of the scene of the crime with the blood on the wall and the this that and the other, and it's like getting to the point where we're so desensitized by the violence that they need to show us more and more and more for yeah. shock value.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's what happened with the Night Stalker. Oh my god, they're like staging all of the deaths don't. and stuff. Yeah,
1: I know, but like that was like so that was so believable. Oh my god, this is really annoying me. I've lost yeah. my phone. Should I pause it so no, you can find it? No, no, phone?
0: no, no. I'll just. All right, So, what what did you what do you have to say? Oh, here it is? Oh. No, that's mine.
1: Oh, why did yours? Um, oh, I was just gonna say something about the Amber Heard thing. I wanted to make a public apology. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, because <laughs> I realised that the conversation was um problematic. But I had something on my phone. Do you want to say your part while I look for no, my I'm phone? No, I'm just gonna pause it so you can find okay. your phone. Okay. Hey back. Um, so Amber Heard and look. Last night. No, last episode. Um, So, we chatted about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and I realised that um, I was really problematic. Um, (laughs) So, I saw this post. uh, I won't tell you who it is, but I saw this post and it was like, the media production case... Basically, the media has undermined so much progress made by domestic violence awareness awareness raising advocates and support services. We were finally having a real meaningful conversation about the role of coercive control plays in domestic abuse settings leading into potential crucial legislative change. Instead, so many abuse victims are watching an alleged victim being disbelieved, discredited and vilified while her charismatic alleged abuser receives public sympathy and support. Whether Depp is guilty or not is irrelevant. This shouldn't be the cultural narrative we allow to dominate any discussion surrounding allegations of abuse. It is profoundly dangerous and will cost lives. So I read that and I did some thinking and I realised that I didn't, I, that our conversation, no, my side of the conversation, I think the conversation itself wasn't bad, but I think that um, it was counterproductive and it could do some harm. And I think that regardless of whether, regardless of their situation, I think that, um, yeah, I agree. That the whole fandom around Johnny Depp is like um, problematic, and that the hate against Amber Heard is problematic. And I think that regardless of whether she's guilty or not guilty, I think that yeah, it's really bad. And that people that are <coughs> victims of abuse, like women that are victims of abuse, like they're not going to benefit from it at all. It's go- it's like yeah, it's bad.
0: Yeah, I think I think the same thing as you. I think that um you know in kind of a reverse of perspectives that that I had but along the same lines um I was probably a bit dismissive uh of what Johnny Depp went through as well. Um so I think basically the the point is just that um because this is televised and covered so much it makes people like us think that we're Qualified or justified in airing our opinion about it where really, like, it doesn't really matter what we think, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we probably... It's hard, though. It's like, do we comment on it? Like, we probably shouldn't comment on it and we shouldn't add to the conversation, but at the same time, it's like, this is... Part of this podcast is pop culture, but I think, like, that... I know that the way that I was talking about it was definitely on the side I know that it was on the side of Johnny Depp and I was adding to the noise about being anti-Amber Heard and I don't know I don't know what her story is and I think that I just think that it shouldn't even be in the public like the conversation is doing more harm than good and women already feel um not believed and women are getting killed like all the time because they're too scared to they're still too scared to report it because they're not going to be believed. So yeah, just wanted to like say that I was wrong. Um, we're not perfect. We don't. We say we say pro- we try not to be problematic, but you know we're humans and we're yeah, problematic we and make think, mistakes. yeah, we yeah. So we just I just wanted to bring that up. Um, yeah, what so was
0: that? Um, sorry to cut in. Um, what was the the mumble core?
1: Oh well, you said to me the other day that um. I like guys that look like extras in a mumblecore movie. <laughs> it's, it's very true. <laughs> okay, so can you please tell me what a mumblecore... First, what's mumblecore? Right.
0: Mumblecore is like a... Uh, it's a type of movie. And I don't even know why. I don't really know anything about mumblecore. But from what I understand, it's like a type of movie where there's not really much of any script and there's a really low budget... <laughs> And there's no real stakes or drama. It's just... It's
1: my kind of movie. Yeah,
0: it's just... It's like... It's kind of like um, Francis Ha. Like, it's like... Um,
1: and it's, Lena Dunham was kind of part of that. She was inspired by Mumble Call for Tiny Furniture.
0: Yeah, so even if you haven't seen Tiny Furniture... If you've seen, like, Girls, it's kind of the same vibe. And it's, like... It's very, like, privileged um, people, low stakes, um, like, progressive white people um, that are, like still mostly concerned with the drama of their own lives yeah and
1: also like they have like normal clothes it's not like a mean girls situation it's like they're wearing like levi's and a t and it's like kind of in line it's kind of adjacent to like normcore Yeah, yeah yeah like normcore like when people started to dress like dads um with dad jeans and dad sneakers and like just normal jumpers and stuff um yeah, so that's
0: the kind of so guy you So not you're into. even
1: so not even the star of a mumblecore, an extra. What yeah, what yeah. does an extra?
0: You like you like guys that look like that that are in the shot in a cafe of a mumblecore movie, but so they're not. They sound they're, they're in the background, and they're talking. They're talking like. They're having a fake conversation about like communism or jazz like in the background and they're kind of tall and could use a shave and, you know, that kind of guy.
1: I'm so turned on. (laughs) Um, So
0: do you think that's accurate?
1: I think it's amazing, amazing phrase. I think it's an amazing description. And Yes, I think you're you're right. I also think you're hilarious. All right, let's do a card. It's time for the card. Are we normal? We already know we're not. Um, I'm going to do one first. What is it? In small and perhaps rather hard to define ways, I think I'm a bit superior to most people.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, both of us are just like kind of the biggest snobs a lot. I mean, we try not to. But I think our our base position is just like thinking we're, we're simultaneously better than everyone else and just the lowest pieces of shit. Yeah, because
1: and... I'm glad you said that because generally I think I'm worse than everyone else. Yeah. I don't have... I, my baseline is that I'm worse than everyone else and I'm a piece of shit, but I am also um, pretentious as fuck.
0: Well, it's like that old meme, you know, remember that old meme that was like, it was not a meme, but it was like a saying that everyone thought that was funny. That was like, um, I'm, I'm not racist because I hate everyone equally. That's like kind of us. Like we're, we're not, we're not superior because we also hate ourselves. Yeah, like okay. we're equal, equal opportunity, just hate everyone. And we have very high standards that we never reach. But sometimes we think we're superior to other people because we reach it slightly more than them. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's interesting one to think about. I think... Yeah, I think it's like pretentious in the sense of like, I think that uh, the majority of people are stupid. It um,
0: <laughs> doesn't really help you, guys, doesn't it?
1: No, but, like, I think, no, this is just my general demeanour. I'm just like, oh, well, like, say, like, how we talk about politics or how we talk about, um, I don't know, like, commercial radio or, like, um, dumb movies or um, just, like, certain figures in society. Like, we just have that, like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about or, like, you know, they don't, they're not clued in like they don't they don't know this pop culture reference or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um but generally but but generally I would say like in small and perhaps hard to I just think everyone knows more than me and they they're like it's, oh, it's so confusing because yeah, it's, it's both at the same time. contradictory. Yeah, yeah. It's both at the same time. But do you think that obviously this is a card so do you think that this is most people think that they're better than everyone else? They're superior in some way.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think everyone, the, the the real, the linking thing between thinking you're worse than everyone and thinking you're better than everyone else is thinking that you're exceptional in some way. Mm. And I think everyone thinks that they're exceptional, that they're fundamentally different in some way mm. from everyone else. So, yeah, I think it's part of being a human and part of being uh, that we're all, um, by definition, kind of self-involved and think we're different.
1: Okay, it's your turn.
0: All right. Strangers I've noticed during the day regularly figure in my sexual fantasies. Who does? Strangers I've noticed during the day regularly figure in my sexual fantasies. No. Spot on, daddy. Um, What? Yeah, I mean, you... I mean, if you see a stranger and it kind of... And, you know, they're good looking to you and they really kind of hit that spot... Then they might kind of enter the wank back later on. Really? Yeah. You never have that?
1: I'll see someone attractive, but I never remember them. To be honest, most of the time I masturbate, my mind just goes blank. I don't think of anything.
0: That's strange. I mean, you probably should be thinking of something. <laughs> no, I'm not. I really don't. Just I just get in Kind of dissociate. Yeah,
1: no, I do. I dissociate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, lately I've fun. tried to start fantasizing because I got that app. Oh, yeah. Dipsy. Yeah. I've That's a Naomi things. recommendation. Yeah. So I now I wank to um, one story. So this is Dipsy is a sex story app for anyone at home that wants to get it. I pay for it. Because I always tried to get I always tried to get into porn. I tried really hard to get into porn because some of my friends watch porn and they love it and I was thought I was missing out because I wanted to be sexually like liberated woman. I want to yeah. be Samantha Jones. So I like tried to watch it.
0: But you're not a visual learner. Well I'm
1: obviously not visual. But anyway, my friend gave me a recommendation to because anyway, so for years... Well, not years, but I tried to get into porn. It didn't do anything for me. I tried to get... I say, oh, watch watch the woman porn. Watch the art house porn. Watch this... Honey, I've tried them. I've tried all the good porn, whatever. Didn't do anything for me. They were all stupid. So, then I decided... So, then I gave up, okay? And just had my dissociated... I used to wank to the footy show on... Ch- <laughs> <laughs> well, you've all been there. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think the masculinity. Sam, on Neum- there. <laughs> Sam Newman just did it for me.
0: Well, we've talked about this. <laughs> that you have you have a real fixation on masculinity and the phallus and yeah. the representation of large <laughs> erect things. Like it's a real it's no, a real it's, Freudian world you know, it's getting it's into just your like, mind.
1: Also, just masculinity, like just like a man. Like I don't know. Like I'm just anyway. I so. I, so so anyway, so a year or so ago, my friend said, look, I got this app, it's great. And I thought maybe this is my way in. So I got the app, I tried the free version and I was delighted. And so it's sex stories. It's like a podcast, but sex stories. So they'll go for 10 or 12 minutes and they're about uh, a different situation. So, and then like other, like porn sites, it has all the tags. So you can be like, I'm into girl on girl. I'm into like off limits. I'm into off limits, Mm. yeah. So you press it anyway. So th- my favorite story that I've been listening to over and over again <laughs> is about this art dealer who an art dealer, he's in his 40s, his Australian accent. I l- mumblecore. <laughs> yeah. He might be in his late 30s actually, but yeah. no, he he doesn't say his age, but he's like he's got kids. He's got two kids, I think, and he's got this nanny and he goes to see her art show. And the thing is I love it is because the sex part is only like right at the end. The whole thing is just for like leading you up most of it's story so they know their audience um and so he goes to this art show to see the nanny and he, he said the art was amazing and then she was like thanks so much for coming and he was like no worries and then then it skips and it comes back and then she comes into his office and was like um thanks so much for coming to the show and then she's like oh my god you have a like this famous artist in here i never knew that you had this famous artist in here like But I would have come in, you know, how I can't believe I've been working for someone that has this. And so, what, but
0: my question is, at what part of this do you start masturbating?
1: Oh, from the start. From the start? I mean, it seems like a real slow burn. It's a really slow burn. And then he says, and that's all right. And then before she came, he was saying, I can't have these feelings for my nanny. And anyway, but she's 30. She's like, she goes, this is like an epic. Because she says something like, you know, Cause she's an artist, anyway. So then they start talking about her art, and he goes, "You know, I can put you in touch with this woman, this art dealer." And she goes, "Oh, oh, that would be really good." And then they start flirting, and then um, she was like, um, "She looks cool." And then he goes, "Aren't all art people cool?" And she was like, "Yeah, well, or something." <laughs> I don't
0: know. Doesn't anyway, sound great. Any- <laughs> so are these like, professionals, or no, anyway, this amateur? they end
1: up. They end up. Cooking up, and they have sex in the office, and she's like, "But they fuck in the office."
0: They're yeah, all shock ending there. <laughs> um, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> but are these am- are these amateurs? So no, who writes this? No,
1: no, no, no. It's all professional.
0: Okay, and how much does this pre- see of the premium? How does that cost?
1: Ten bucks a month.
0: Okay, not too bad. Um, should we end on that note? Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's what I fantasize too. Um, do I fantasize too? strangers no i just saying. oh yeah he's hot cool move on i don't remember him although sometimes if i meet a really hot guy but this is very very rarely if i meet a really hot guy and like i'm attracted to them i might go home and masturbate that day over him but then i'll never fi- i won't, won't remember it
0: okay yeah no it doesn't stay there
1: i thought you i thought it said like I said str- strangers I've noticed during the day regularly figure in my section. No, regularly,
0: regularly is in oh, each in the time. moment. Yeah. Okay, no. Well, so I, I never remember no. what I would
1: little. say no. I'm usually disassociated and it's a problem and I need to look into it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's thanks for listening.
0: Um, yep, check out the documentaries. Love those. The Inventor, The Collective. Check out The Dipsy to get your rocks off and we'll see you next week or the week after bye that. Bye. God bless.